Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hi, welcome to uh, <laughs> October 1st. Spooky season's officially begun. We're talking oh about my sunshine. Gosh, yay! <laughs> it's Halloween time. I meant to do this at the beginning, but I got stuck talking about sunshine again. Um, I meant to say, Halloween is here. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I think my biggest fear is that I'm going to forget to do it around the holidays. Do and you so, remind yourself like sporadically yes. throughout the whole year? Like I better fucking remember to People, do that. People like still email me about certain things that I've said in the past. Like remind me around Christmas time. And I got a bunch of emails recently that were like, I know it's July, but I was like, I'm not going to remember. You need to tell me in December. I'm very so, excited for yeah. every november basically and december and post christmas episode to be <laughs> i'm like gearing up with my halloween rendition so if you like that i love more it. i gave me future. it gave me the right chills you know what I'm good saying? oh 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 god yeah um also that, that's I just, up for you to decide what i mean by that <laughs> take it for what you will i also lit a beautiful autumnal candle um <sighs> It has, it's called falling leaves. I love when Christine says autumnal because I can't say it. Also, autumnal, like like sertumnus. That didn't help. What are you talking about? <laughs> sertumnus. Okay, I can't do this. You can't. Is it's that too... a is that a children's book? Emothy, it is too early for this. <laughs> what is sir... and by early I mean it's five o'clock here. What is sertumnus? From the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, I never the... watched that. It was played by uh, I don't know. Renee was weirdly obsessed with him, and it became Sir like. Sir Tumnus issue. sounds like a children's book about someone who's hungry, like who's a, like a like a royal, like Sir Tumnus and his tummy How always you, needs to get he full. Like, Am I wrong? He, yes, you are. He oh. has. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sir Tumnus. That's actually what I'm trying to get He's, to. His race is a fawn. He's like a half human, mm -hmm. half deer. I think. Sure, a fawn is a deer, right? And um. I guess um, I can't. Bl I'm like I'm. I'm just. I. It's James McAvoy. Oh, no? I thought he was like a centaur or something. Yeah, he looks kind of like that. He's just like a really graceful one. Can I? If, it, if I send you this, does it show up? Probably not. It's probably just. If like you text, I have else. my phone next to me. If you text me. Oh, okay, good. I'll do that. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sending it to. 
our group chat because I can't find the time to find your text only. So, so Eva's, Eva's going to Eva's gonna be like, what is going on? <laughs> That's Sir Thomas. Did you get it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, that's wait. I'm sorry. Wait, didn't you say that he's autumnal? <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a scarf. <laughs> no, I is he said holding autumnal. A, is he holding a big tamale? He's a, <laughs> that's a what... special package. Well, okay. I don't... mean, it literally. I'm not kidding. Is that a big ass tamale? No, I literally think it's just a special package. Oh, I'm still hooked on Sir Thomas just always being hungry. Listen, Renee was like obsessed with him and it became a problem in our friendship. So it's just stuck in my brain. Also, Eva hearted the image. Um, so I think we're all in a good place. Okay. Well, someone, um, can you please Photoshop my face on this, but also make this package a tamale because that's the Sir Thomas <laughs> I want to be. Send it to Renee <laughs> and make her feel really just distraught about her childhood. Anyway, okay. you said autumnal and that really took us for a ride. So let's avoid talking about seasons. Um, let's do it. Let's talk instead about the scary scary halloween stories eva picked out for us today what i'm very excited about these so by the way snaps for eva across the globe let's all do a little drink for eva for picking these holding hands across america um so uh, yeah apparently there's not a theme to this the theme is just general spooky so i'm very excited but eva said she was very excited about this the series of stories in particular so i'm, I'm ready i'm, I'm especially stoked because uh i go first and the first phrase that i see i mean this definitely has a lot of would we say buzz buzzwords buzzwords it has the m buzzwords yeah i read the first sentence and i was like oh i'm i'm in so uh this is from uh danielle okay danielle goes by uh uses she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns and uh the title to this is Toronto Film Industry Haunting. So I'm ready Ooh, to go. It really is like a combination of all of your personality traits in one. Well, get ready for this. The first sentence is, I'm a prop master in Toronto, <laughs> Canada. <laughs> and I was like, see ya. How you doing, yeah. Danielle? You're like, me too now, I guess. Um, I guess I'm that now also. I'm moving in. And <laughs> for those of you who don't know what a prop master is, it is the person who handles all the props on movie sets. Um, okay. I'm a prop master in Toronto, Canada. I've been listening for years, and I'm so excited to write in for the first time. This is a bit of a ghost story as well as a really funny coincidence. Oh, love a good coincidence. Mm. Uh, a few years ago, I was working on a film that was filming in Hamilton, Ontario, about 45 minutes away from Toronto. We were filming in a 200-year-old wine cellar. Oh, hell yeah. Buzzword for Christine. Um, <laughs> I've always been terrified of ghosts, but I have never had a personal experience and thought that when I did, I wouldn't be able to handle how uh, scared I was. And when I first walked into this building, I instantly knew it was haunted, but didn't feel scared or any negative energy. Um, this building was one story above the ground, but had three levels of basements. That sounds like, oh, you're, I mean, that's a haunted mansion right there. Oh my. It's like, oh, we have four floors. Three of them are basements. All haunted though. <laughs> three of them are basements. <laughs> 75% oh my God. of our house, uh, basements, a hundred percent of our house. Is ghosts. it just like underground, like 80,000 leagues under the ground? I suppose. I, I don't know. Maybe we find out more about that. Hang on. Uh, basements. Okay. I was the only one in the building for the first few hours and I had to prep it for filming. I had to board up some windows to make it even creepier than it already was. Yikes. Great. So I had a couple basic tools with me in a room that was probably uh, a room that was probably 12 by 12 feet. 
Um, side note, it was October, which gets pretty damn cold in Ontario, so I had a winter coat on. And the first thing I noticed most in this room was that while I was working there would be some cold spots where I could see my breath like it was negative 40 Celsius. Wow. Ooh. Holy shit. Um, but two feet over in the same lighting and with uh, and without the temperature changing, I, could, I couldn't see it. So there's like massive cold spots. Um, the next thing that happened throughout the day was specifically to my tape measure. I would set it down on a table, turn around and do some work and come back to find it across the room on a stool or another surface. Okay. Well, no, thank you. Moving objects is another thing that creeps me the hell out. It freaks me out because it's like, okay, so you're strong enough. I don't even, the worst part is I've, I never know, is it being picked up and levitated yeah. and brought somewhere or is it teleporting? But see, my and thought which is, is yeah. worse. Which is which, worse. Which is worse because. You're right, because it's like you never see it happen. Well, so I guess sometimes you do, but typically, like if it disappears, you never see it happen. So it's like maybe it literally just poof, yeah, appears somewhere and else. If it which did is that, so creepy. I feel like that makes it creepier because I feel like if it's getting lifted and levitating, then I'm like, okay, it's at least still in this physical world. Yes, yes, like the physics match up. I feel like then it becomes quantum related, and I'm like, we're getting yeah. into some heavy shit here. Like it, 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 if all of a sudden it teleports, then that proves that like this is not the only world. like string theory is real, <laughs> and so are ghosts also. Like, string oh theory, no, and it's unraveling. Yes, and it. Um, <laughs> Oh, no. Let's see. Uh, okay. So then the next thing uh, was extra unsettling. Oh, great. Um, I would walk into a small room and it would be, it would absolutely reek of ammonia. Like a hundred cats had just used it as a litter box. Woof. Ugh. I mean, meow. Meow. Um, <laughs> I would walk into the same room a few minutes later and it, the smell would be totally gone and you would find it in a different room. Ew. I hate that. Um, the next creepy thing happened in cells that were made from a previous movie on the bottom basement level. So there was already an old movie set of a jail in here too. Super. Um, there was one light bulb we for some reason could not control in any way, shape, or form. It would just turn off for an hour, then turn on for a bit. There was no pattern or flicker like it was just a poorly connected wire. Right. Um, the way it turned on and off was very deliberate, it seemed. And finally, on the second last day of filming... Um, I was walking down these stairs, and I'm assuming uh, that I'm assuming were built when the whole building was, so like 200-year-old stairs. I was five stairs from the bottom and carrying some props, and suddenly the stair broke out from under me, and I fell <gasps> down the rest of the stairs. Oh, no. Everyone was convinced it was a ghost, but in that moment, I didn't feel any malicious energy. Nothing touched, touched me or pushed me. I think it very well could have just been uh, the assembly a very old set of stairs. But then again, I also like to pretend that, like, no, a ghost pushed you through stairs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I, like, no, I get it because I'm so clumsy. I fall down the stairs all the time. But I wish I could use a ghost as an excuse. I would love to, like, just accidentally trap and be like, oh, the ghosts again. Come on. Uh, all the, I mean, we probably kind of already do that. Maybe we should just commit full, full force. Just be dedicated to, to our lives. <laughs> um, I was excited to have my first paranormal experience and thrilled it wasn't going to keep me awake for months. But I'm also happy to not have another. Well, amen to that. Mm -hmm. uh, unrelated to this particular story, I was driving home late, ne uh, late at night from Hamilton. It's where we film most of on the Ontario film and TV. Um, while I was listening to the episode about the Poltergeist curse, and when you talked about the 2013 reboot and mentioned the director's accommodations that and how they became haunted, that was in Hamilton. <gasps> I was absolutely horrified for the rest of my drive home. Thank you for keeping things spooky. I'm so excited to finally be able to write in from Danielle. Ooh. Ooh. that's so cool very fun Ugh. 
that's like that is very halloweeny of like a haunted movie set that is cursed you know what i mean like, yeah like literally cur- i've never heard of a three basement home that's like yeah that's scary also like if you are a ghost that's the bougiest flex it in is. the whole it's world like, like it's oh. like that sweet life of ghosts and poltergeists or whatever like, i don't oh, know you live in a in a haunted mansion with one basement okay well oh, we know who's better be- here you know mm. remind right. me not to come over to your place right also think of okay. all the stairs yeah, that is a lot of work scariest part of it all okay got some nice glutes anyway this podcast is brought to you by squarespace the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace Courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Daylight saving time is starting up again. It may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com drink. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash drink. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Um, thank you, Danielle. With, ghosts with glutes. Wait a minute. Oh, Someone... that's our new workout tape. TM, TM, TM. Bingo. Okay, this was sent in by Kiana. Okay, who's this she, her pronouns? Thank you, Kiana. First of all, hello. Oh, it's called Death, Creepy Dolls, and a Distasteful Ghost. Ooh, okay. Okay, okay. let's go. Let's crack into it. Let's do First- it. <laughs> we haven't said that in a while. First of all, hello, spooky pals, pups, and petrified fruits. I am aggressively Team Lemocado, oh, BTW. Okay. And that's a hashtag. The, in case you're- uh, Lemocado. You know, Lomicado. I have nothing to say. I've been wanting to write in for a long time as I have extensive experience with the paranormal and now seemed like as good a time as any. This story has a bit of both true crime and paranormal activity, which I know y'all love. So let's crack into it. I was a junior in high school back in 2012, living in Tempe, Arizona. We lived in a townhome near ASU. My dad had been back from the hospital for maybe two days. His only kidney had started to fail, but they were able to get it working again. My mom received a phone call from a neighbor saying she saw her house on the news and there was a dead guy out front. (gasps) What? Oh, my God. What? My mom worked at my high school, so she was able to find me and my best friend quickly, sign us out, and take us straight home. Wait, don't go home. There's a dead guy out front. I I would be be anywhere else. (laughs) 
My mom rushed upstairs to find my dad passed out in bed. Oh, they thought maybe it was their dad. Like maybe it wasn't you know a dead I mean? body. It was just their dad. No, <laughs> laying in the grass. No, no, maybe they, because their, oh, their dad was sick. Right, right, and right. so maybe they, they didn't identify. Thinking. Like maybe the man yes. wasn't identified on the news. Everyone's probably like, duh, what the hell are you thinking? But yes, I, I got it. it. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're caught M up, guys. Thought, <laughs> M thought your dad was just laying in the lawn for fun, I guess, until <laughs> the news showed I don't up. No, it sounds like a dad <laughs> thing to do to like lie on to lie on the sidewalk and be like, I'm tanning in my jeans. Like, you know. <laughs> you get it. You're gonna be the world's coolest dad. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't mind Funkle M. They're just, uh, just tanning tan in their jeans. Tanning in my flannel and my jeans. I can't with this. Okay. Whew. Okay. I get it now. So we thought it was, that's why I said don't go home. I thought it was like a stranger that was, mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Okay. I gotcha. Sorry. So my mom rushed upstairs to find my dad passed out in bed from the meds he was on, but thankfully alive. Um, while my friend and I, being the morbid weirdos we are, opened the front window and pushed our faces up to the screen to see the dead body. <gasps> they had taken the body already, but we watched them clean up, oh God, blood and chunks of brain. Oh my God. What happened in your yard? We later found out what happened in our yard. Perfect. Two guys, one being the next door neighbor, were fighting over the same girl. So the other guy showed up with a gun at my neighbor's house shot said neighbor who ran through the house to the back door before collapsing then killed himself on the front porch just mere steps from my front door oh holy crap hmm. unfortunately the old lady next door on the other side passed away around the same time as well so now we're at three deaths and that's when my dolls got weird okay oh wait God. a second oh no act two okay act two <laughs> hang on I wasn't prepared for that. Okay. The denouement of the story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the chef's kiss, if you will. Uh-huh. I'd collected porcelain dolls. Well, that's your first mistake. Um, I'd collected porcelain dolls since roughly age four and had a waist-high bookshelf filled with them at this point. The bookshelf was right next to my bed, and I would arrange every doll to face at a 45-degree angle away from my bed every night before I went to sleep. I liked them all uniform, but I also didn't want them watching me sleep, you know? I mean, like, yeah. Right. I guess I, I, guess I get it. I mean, we're already light years <laughs> further into this than I would be, which is not owning them to begin with. But I not suppose them, yeah. you can angle them however you want. Yes, okay. <laughs> Oh, okay, let's see. After the murder-suicide next door, one particular doll, a dark-haired bride that was on the edge closest to my bed, would move. <gasps> I did, Oh, my God. I'd adjust all of them before bed, then wake up the next morning to see her facing me with one foot forward like she was trying to step off the edge of the bookshelf. I literally have, like, crazy goose camp from this. This is so Good frightening. Good night. Like, like especially if you do this every night, you arrange them a certain way, and then all of a sudden, one starts turning around. Yeah, like, if anything, you would you know your dolls better than most if you're, like, yeah, putting them in a very specific yeah. way, and then they're, like, like they're kicking. <laughs> one is, like, defying you. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, let's see. Um, I'm a big believer of the paranormal, but I try to be logical first about any experience. So I asked my parents and my two brothers... Uh, sorry. So I asked my parents and my two brothers about it. None of them had touched the dolls because they knew I would straight beat up anyone who did. I was very protective over them since a lot of them were given to me by, 
to me by my great grandma before she passed away. So they were the only things I had left from her. And now I'm an asshole okay, again. I'm like, I keep, a, I keep being like, don't go home. There's a dead guy. And then it's like, oh, it maybe is my dad. And I'm like, shit. Now the dolls. I mean, if we ever grandma. have a spinoff show, it should just be called like step one, open mouth, two, and so yeah. like- <laughs> Three, apologize profusely. Uh, and then drink, I guess. And then four, um, don't be shocked when it happens again. Yeah, then start it all over again. Yeah. Repeat the process. I still didn't quite believe someone wasn't messing with me, but that one doll unfailingly would be facing me every morning. Mm. My nightmares, which I've had since I was a kid, started coming back during this time, and I started seeing shadow people more often. I got in my own head about it and freaked myself out even more, so I decided to pack up all of the dolls, thinking it was all connected somehow. Good call. Yeah. It's 2020 now, and I haven't touched that box since. I recently brought it up to my mom again, and she swears that no one was moving that doll. There was too much weird shit happening all the same time for it to be anything but paranormal. And a little side note about the neighbors that moved in after the murder-suicide. It was October of the same year, and the new neighbors were out decorating for Halloween when my mom and I started our nightly walk. Mm. When we returned home, they had hung a large ghost over their front door right above where the body was found. We weren't sure if they were aware of the suicide that had taken place there half a year before, but we were too uncomfortable to bring it up to them. So the distastefully hung ghost stayed out. <laughs> oh my. Great. Oh, it says, oh, well, oops. It says, if this happens to get picked for the September listener stories, it's my birthday month. So happy belated. Happy belated. Birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, reading yeah. this in September, technically. So maybe your birthday's today for all we know. Happy birthday. Uh, you guys are the greatest. Keep making killer episodes and happy spooky season. Oof. Wow. Yikes. I'm like, I'm like that to, and then can you imagine coming home and they're like, look at our cute ghost. It's hanging right above this weird stain on the front porch. It's like, uh oh, maybe they don't know. Uh oh. Great. Well, thank you. Also, keep those dolls in that box and never look. Yeah. Don't again. ever open that. Or send it to ZB. He probably knows what to do. Don't send it to us. Actually, Don't send it to us. Actually send it to ZB before you send it to yeah. us. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Kiana. <laughs> um, so this next story is from Jesslyn. She, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the uh, subject line is bootlegging ghost in a liquor store. Okay. Ooh. So there's Christine. These are my buzzwords. <laughs> I was going to say. There's Christine in the afterlife. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is what it says. Uh, hello there. I have recently started listening to the podcast and figured you guys would enjoy my ghostly experience the most, especially Ooh. with Halloween right around the corner. Halloween is here. Uh, since I was a kid, I've always had paranormal experiences from dreaming about my grandfather's death the night he died to a possible alien abduction, but oh. never anything I could prove to people until 2018. Ooh. Oh my goodness. And also, by the way, in the subject line, I don't think we're there. So there's a link that we can look at later. Um, but no, if- Eva linked the video and once said she wants to put it okay. in the, in, uh, if we can, if, if they give us permission, she said we should put it in the, um, okay, cool. But uh, in the subject line, it does say that there's video with this. So that's probably what, uh, the she- proof what she means by proof. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, then we'll ask. Eva's going to ask to see if they'll uh, let us put it in the... Oh, Eva just texted the story or the video. Thank you, Eva. Perfect. I th- I, mean, I kind of hate that you moved Sir Tumnus out of the screen. I was kind of looking <laughs> at that. Um, but I guess thanks for the link. Christine was just pretending Sir Tumnus was telling her all of these stories. <laughs> 
instead of you i just put his face over you and just like let you talk <laughs> um okay so listen to sir thomas okay um <laughs> okay i was previously working in a liquor store in a very small suburban city in central alberta oh another canadian okay. oh my god wait i think there was a theme that was growing here eva um <laughs> the city has quite a bit of history but most notably it was built for as a fur trading and uh, police fort in the 1800s um my work was built around 100 yards in front of where the remains of the fort and jail used to stand in the historic downtown wow oh no when i started working there as a young 19 year old with no friends i would have to close by myself and always got the most eerie feeling when the store was empty i swore i'd see uh i swear i'd see shadow figures behind the shelves and the occasional sound of someone lightly walking but i would rationalize it in, as my imagination playing tricks on me because i was nervous about being alone fair Mm -hmm. um fast forward a couple years i was now managing the liquor store okay um <laughs> and i would have to open it by myself the shadow figures and noises never stopped just because it was daylight and things actually started to get a bit more active possibly because the assistant manager and i were now acknowledging that they were there aha uh -huh. so being <gasps> more open to it okay gotcha giving them power <clears throat> giving them that energy so uh she would tell me I, the assistant manager she would tell me about the man she saw walking behind the shelves of our warehouse but when she went back there to tell him that this was for staff only no one was there oh. um <laughs> <laughs> or the voices that she heard having a whispered conversation to each other before the store was open I would tell her Ugh. about the shadows of feet walking by my office door. <gasps> so you can, like, see shadows of someone Ew, walking out there. Ew, that's very not okay. And the smell of rotten meat that would come and go. Aha, very demonic. And the store alarms being triggered almost nightly by nothing. Yes, you're oh. right. This sounds demonic. Yeah. Um, I always had a strong feeling that one of the ghosts haunting my workplace was Florence Lissandro. Okay. Sure, me too. Yeah, that's Ms. what I think too. Miss Flo, as they say. <laughs> uh, she was a local bootlegger during Prohibition and only and the only woman to be hanged for murder in Alberta. What? Well, that's a pretty juicy ghost. I'm not going to lie. It is. And also, <laughs> I like that name, Florence. And I, I don't know if anyone else likes that name, but I think it's a cool name. I like um, Lissandro. That's a pretty fun name, too. That's also a cool name. <laughs> uh I e oh, so I even printed out a picture of her to hang in the office to see if that, that would affect the activity. That's pretty smart. That's such a great idea. That's a great idea. Wait, M, let's talk no. about uh, let's talk about ourselves for a minute. <laughs> can, can I can I put a picture no. of the people who used to, please? You can do whatever you want in your own house, but do not put it in the apartment that we share rent on. Well, we don't know who died there. We know who died in here and in my house, so. Do whatever you want on the other side of the country, Christine. Enjoy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. One day in September, I was... But also, by the way, like this really... That was such a genius move. It was so smart. That's so smart. I love that. Maybe that's why I don't ever see my grandpa. He's like, where the fuck is the picture of me? He's like, I'm show. waiting for my oil portrait above the mantle. It probably wouldn't hurt. Okay. One day in September, I was on my lunch break and killing time by reading Dear David, which is an episode that oh, we've covered. Hell yeah. Um, and that creepy online story by Adam Ellis. The story sent shivers up my spine and I was fully invested in it when I thought I heard the plastic Tupperware lid of my lunch scrape across the desk. Yeah. As always, I brushed it off as my imagination trying to scare me because I was reading a scary story. And which, by the way, it is a very scary story. And if you're invested in reading it, you will get creeped out. 
it will like it really will like get in your head right it'll like, mess it, with you it convinced me there were like things in the ceiling and oh my god um when i told my assistant manager a few days later she said well did you check the cameras Ooh! genius <laughs> this is like the the ghost hunting duo we need okay. yeah i'm like wait I, these are people who are smart <laughs> very wise i completely forgot about the camera setup in the office because it was mainly used by head office to spy on the staff lol um <laughs> Sure enough, when I checked back, you could see the back lid move up the desk and my head whip around to look at it. <gasps> oh my gosh. So okay. you can, you can, I think that's the video that we're going to play. Is this where I watch it right now? Sure. I'll watch it too. Okay. Let's watch it together. Okay. I'm going to click on it. Okay. I'm clicking it. I'm turning my volume down so I don't accidentally. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <gasps> Oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Holy shit! Wow. Okay, so Ew! that for sure moved. No, 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 no. Okay, that is so creepy. That okay? Well, uh, is a ghost. That's a ghost. We'll okay. put that in our YouTube video if uh, if she agrees. If Jess agrees to that, yes, uh, Jesslyn. Okay. Um, and also, if she agrees, uh, her username is F underscore C-K-O-K-A-Y. So if... if and if she... for those of you who are just uh, listening uh, through audio right now, basically, it's exactly what we just... So it's a camera showing the an angle of her at her desk, and her Tupperware is pretty much right in the center of the shot. And yeah. you can see it scoot up, up the counter yeah. by itself. And, and that she like whips her head around at the exact moment that she would have heard it. Okay. Wow. I, I think it's also creepy because I always, you know how we always talk about like how much energy does it take for a ghost to like do something? Yeah. And I wonder if like, oh, a Tupperware lid is really light mm -hmm. and like maybe it, it had enough force to move it a little bit right. to get her attention. Well, then Ugh. I think of like that, the earlier story we talked about with the tape measure, like, you know, yes. moving around, it's like, okay, well, if it's not moving interdimensionally, which Pick is- Pick a lane! <laughs> <laughs> if it's not moving like through different worlds which is right a totally different type of fear if it's just being picked up and moved then it's like yeah. how strong was that spirit that it could lift that's a heavy true. ass tape measure versus a tupperware lid that's a like versus like moving a tupperware or maybe it's because when you're not looking maybe i don't know because i feel like when things get moved really far it's usually when you're not looking right but like also, you don't like, you typically see it fly across the entire house I, to I another if room over time it's like you know you going to the gym and you're working out and gaining muscle like i wonder if over time the sh you get stronger and therefore your energy is able to lift heavier things but also it seems like in the video that uh Jesslyn sent us it looked like because it was so close like they wanted her attention like yeah it was right next to her yeah they like they could have moved anything in that room and they picked the thing right next to her Ugh okay it's like it was standing behind her Ugh. okay That's it really creepy. was it's like it was standing like standing at her shoulder and just kind of went boop like just boop yeah oh yeah yeah okay to this and imagine that happening as you're reading dear david yeah I, I, it's actually a really good point Goodbye. and i'm with her i would have convinced myself it, it was just in my head to like spare my sanity i think to this day it's not something anyone it's not something uh i've shown to anyone that i've been able to that's been able to explain it sorry the sentence was a little weird there um, but has never been able to show it to anyone and that has been able to give her an explanation. It mm -hmm. has been sitting in the same spot for almost an hour or it, it had been sitting in the same spot for almost an hour before it moved and nothing I put there ever did it again. It's, it's, it still gives me goosebumps when I watch it. Um, and since that incident, nothing 
as dramatic has happened besides the usual shadows and sounds, but we did notice that they were more active in September, which is when Florence was murdered by the police in 1922. Oh, wow. We we did also have a delivery driver ask if the place was haunted because he had seen a figure crouching in the back corner when he was unloading. No, thank you. See ya. Okay. Bye. That's horrifying. Uh, um, in March, I actually lost my job, so I don't have any more work ghost stories, unfortunately. I'm now waiting to go back to university in January and trying to find a job I can do from home in the meantime, all while binge listening to and that's why we drink and watching Ghost Adventures. Um, thanks for the weekly reminder that it's Sunday and making me feel like I'm not so alone <laughs> in my apartment. Sorry if this was a little long, but I wanted to include as much as I could. No, perfect. This was great. Wow, Holy that was moly. cool and creepy. Oh my Jeez, goodness. Jocelyn, thank you so much for that and for horrifying me. Yeah, how frightening. If thinking about salsa in a variety of delicious flavors and heat levels makes your mouth water, you need to check out Green Mountain Gringo. And make sure to turn the jar around and take a look at its clean backside. A list of its all-natural ingredients. Of course, that's what I meant, of course. And all their products are preservative-free, too. With the medium salsa, you get hearty chunks of tomatoes, tomatillos, peppers, and onions in every scoop. I'm reading the ad and my mouth is watering. Uh, Anyway, the hot salsa brings flavorful heat to every meal with each bite containing jalapenos, serrano peppers, and other savory herbs. Plus, they've got a hot sauce with a tangy, spicy flavor that enhances the simplest of meals. It's perfect for avocado egg toast or tacos. I sort of feel like they're reading my mind because I put salsa on almost everything, but specifically, I use their salsa. I use usually the medium salsa and then uh, also the hot sauce on my avocado egg toast. And I don't know how the script knew that maybe everybody eats this but i always make toast with avocado and then i put scrambled eggs on top and i put salsa i can't eat it without salsa and the green mountain gringo is always there for me in the fridge because it really adds to i mean any meal if you're me but definitely the eggs avocado toast situation visit greenmountaingringo.com and start shopping use the store locator to find green mountain gringo products get inspiration for recipes and purchase products using promo code podcast 24 for 20 percent off that's promo code podcast 24 and don't forget to check out their backside <laughs> this episode is brought to you by progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly 750 dollars on average plus auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Um, okay, great. So uh, I have a story here. This is from Destiny. Uh, he's a she her pronouns thank you destiny and it is called secret mexican oh boy brujeria Ooh. Is that right? <laughs> i don't know how Let to say see. that where is it um, brujeria brujeria no because it's the the accent is on the eye brujeria maybe yeah i don't know we english is not your first language and spanish is none of my languages so. spanish is certainly not my any language okay Hey there, I'm Christine, Eva, Sweet Baby Geo, Handsome Juniper, and anyone else I might be forgetting at the moment. Mm. I'm about to catch up. Nope. I'm just about caught up with the podcast. And since I have some actual downtime from studying, I wanted to refer all 
the way back to, I think, listeners episode 17, where M said something about a secret exorcism. Mm. It reminded me of something that I witnessed happen when I was about seven. So here we what go. What did you experience? <laughs> oh, <Okay>. no. <laughs> to start off, I come from a household filled with family members who believe heavily in white witchcraft and spiritual healing. Okay. Some of us are more clairvoyant than others without even realizing it. This can come with the territory of spirits attaching to you, sometimes unknowingly. Well, that is exactly what happened to my uncle. <gasps> oh, no. My uncle is actually one of those that tries to not believe in things like this because the world just makes better sense that way. One day he was at a cemetery visiting some family members who have long departed from this world, rest in peace, and decided to snap some pictures with a disposable camera. Mm. For the following years, he would have constant back pains that no type of therapy could fix, and upon getting actual scans, they'd be normal. My grandma, Ma, being the very Catholic but spiritual woman she is, decided it was time to make a secret visit to a, thank you for the pronunciation guide, Curandero. 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 Okay. Curandero. I can't roll my R's very well. Curandero. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's hard when there's multiple rolled R's in one word. I just wanted I just wanted to be in on the fun. That's all. Got <laughs> it. I hope you had fun with I that. did. It was um, a blast. Curandero, which is a spiritual healer that can also help lift curses similar to a witch. Mm. Upon arriving to the shop, she meets with the healer and only gives this person my uncle's name. Without any other type of knowledge, the healer then told my ma that there was a spirit that has been attached to my uncle's body, uh -oh. which is what was causing all his back pains. The only way to help my uncle was by secretly cleansing his spirit because he would just brush it off and tell Ma she was crazy if she ever went up to him. Okay, but that's like, I mean, imagine if like all the bullshit that we try, imagine like Blaze, like something attaching to Blaze or something attaching to yeah. Allison, who like, I mean, Allison and Blaze are pretty much on the same level of like either believing it and not wanting to admit it or not believing it they're like meh about it yeah and imagine like for all the shit we do something attaches to one of them and it's like okay well they're not we have to like secretly cleanse now them. what do we do right exactly <laughs> exactly well interestingly like when i took reiki courses like you can't do that unless someone's accepting it right like, that's what you i can't thought do like they have to be open healing. to it right but i wonder if that's different like depending because that was reiki i don't know if that's I mean, gotcha. I'm sure that's a completely different um, thing. But yeah, I definitely learned like, don't try and like, like Blaze has to say, sure. <laughs> Which is exactly before. what he'd say. He would not say, yes, I accept this. He would, go, he would not say, yes, please. Yeah. He'd go, Christina, whatever. <laughs> he'd go, if that's what you want. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Anyway. Um, so with that info from the Corandero, Ma went to work at and did what we call a, oh my gosh, this is bad. A barrida de huevo, a barrida de huevo, which is an egg cleanse huh. to get. I, wow. I heard I huevo and I went. Me too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, a barrida de huevo, which is an egg cleanse to get rid of all the negative energy attached to a person. She recited a special prayer in a whisper while my uncle was asleep, cracked the egg into a cup of water, and would place the egg under his bed. She would do this for approximately three nights or until the egg didn't appear cooked or turn white on the outside overnight, all without his knowledge. Huh. Um, I feel like you would just okay. smell rotten eggs eventually, wouldn't you? I think you just do one at a time and then take it out and then do another one the I next see. night. I see. Until it's not, like, cooked overnight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sorry. Or, yeah. I think. Uh, all after all was said and done after a week my uncle finally noticed that his back wasn't hurting anymore without realizing why it mm. didn't hurt anymore 
only my mom, my mom, my uncle, and me knew and have been the only ones to know about for about 18 years. <laughs> Hopefully and he since... does not listen to this show. <laughs> uh, I know, yikes. Uh, and since then, my uncle has never had to step foot into a doctor's office for his back again. Aww. To add, probably about a year after Ma did that cleansing, we ended up getting a whole bunch of film from disposable cameras developed, one of those being the camera my uncle took pictures with. From that roll of film, there was one photo that looked like he took a picture of himself in a mirror, and there was someone in the picture, (gasps) but we couldn't make out who because the picture was blurry. Goodbye. Holy crap. My uncle said he didn't remember ever taking that picture from years ago because he was, one, outside, so, like, the mirror doesn't make much sense, Mm. and, two, he was alone. So my mom, mom, and uncle, sorry, so my mom, mom, and aunt decided that maybe the person in the picture is a spirit that stayed clinging onto my uncle for so long. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I can't wait to see if this ever pops up in a listener's episode. It sure if will. I can, if I can find the picture, I'll try and send it one day. Love, Des. Hopefully you're not in the car with your uncle when the story comes out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he'll look at you like, what the fuck did you do? He'd be like, that sounds like such a familiar story. Yeah. I wonder why. It's not huh. about us. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you ever find that photo, Des, uh, send it to us and we'll like... I don't know put it on with this episode with the with the tupperware also i want to learn more about egg cleansing because if all i need to do to correct my ancient back <laughs> is throw an egg under my bed and let's do it okay um so the next this next one's from elizabeth who uses she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns elizabeth and the subject is a seance story Ooh. Hi, y'all. I just discovered your podcast, and I've been listening nearly nonstop for the past several days. Yay, Team Wine. Oh, yay. Uh, The story I have to tell is actually my dad's story, so I probably won't get every detail right, but it's so spooky I have to share. When my dad was a young teenager in the late 60s, he went one afternoon with one of his good friends, I'll call him Tim, to uh, a girl's house, I'll call her Lisa, uh, who already had one of her girlfriends there. So they're going over to Lisa's house, who has a friend over. Um, One detail to keep in mind is that Tim was a super, super blonde boy. All right. Okay. I will remember this. Uh, After running out of ideas for stuff to do, one of the one of them suggests they have a seance. Okay. That person's name was Christine. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You misspelled Christine. Right. Right. Lisa is pronounced Christine actually. (laughs) Um, So they sit in a circle in the living room and my dad sitting directly across from his blonde friend and the two girls across from each other. Um, after attempting to contact many famous dead people, Lisa suggests that they try to contact her uncle. So they proceed to start talking to him. And Lisa's mom has been in the kitchen this whole time and comes over at this point to ask what they are doing. <laughs> so that woman's name is Renata. Um, She's like, not again, Christine. <laughs> Give me my candles back and turn the lights she on. She doesn't even go here. She just knocks on doors and asks to have seances. Um, so Lisa tells heard that they're having a seance to try to bring back uncle paul her mom's brother lisa's mom begins to reminisce and start telling the kids about her brother and after a while my dad feels the hairs on the back of his neck stand on end he looks up at tim but tim is no longer there oh shit instead it is a grown man with dark (gasps) wet hair dripping down the front of his face (gasps) my dad and lisa both start screaming because she had seen the same thing They quickly turn on all the lights and describe what they had seen, and Lisa's mom tells them how her brother had really died. Apparently, he'd gotten into some really bad trouble with gambling debt, and they found him beaten to death in a bathtub full of water. (gasps) 
Holy shit. My dad says he's never been more scared in his life. He says for years afterward, he would get that same sensation he got before he saw Uncle Paul and would just turn it off for fear of what he might see. One thing to note is that my dad may be the most skeptical person on the planet, so hearing this from him makes it so much more chilling. And then at the end it says, cheers. <laughs> oh, cheers indeed. But, Holy. But yeah, like I, I hadn't even thought of that. Like what if you think about it for too long and like almost manifest it back? Manifest it. Can Ooh. you imagine every time you get that feeling and you're like, the last time I got this feeling, I looked up and like saw a dead man. It also makes you close your eyes. It also makes me wonder, like, was he seeing like, so Lisa's mom was talking about her brother. Maybe it was like her last memory and he saw that image or is it like is after you die when you're a ghost is that how you look still like why don't you look like that instead of peaceful and happy well maybe that's maybe they can manifest a show like a Mm. a message or you know like i feel like a lot of times you hear when ghosts die by some traumatic event that replays or that is like cemented into the world i don't know oh, so many options anyway so so many fun options so many ways we could go about this but it was uh <laughs> very creepy nonetheless so thank you for that uh thank you who was that again that was elizabeth thank you elizabeth that was spooky and we got one more story i got one more story for you um oh my gosh this talk about a buzzword i okay, saw this... the, i saw the uh i saw the subject line and i was like i'm sure eva strategically placed this so christine would read it Oh, she certainly did. It's called, it's from Amy. It's called Amy in Seattle. And the subject is, I live in the haunted death cab for cutie house. (laughs) (laughs) Em was asking earlier, like, what other music did you listen to in high school? Death cab. I listened to a lot of death cab. We definitely, I still do. Literally, like when we started, I don't know where where they're going to start the episode, but we were literally in the middle of talking about our favorite Oh, that's right. Yeah, because then we were talking about Hello, Goodbye, and, like, how, yeah. Full circle. Wow. Full circle. One time, I don't know if I've ever said this on the show, but one time uh, I was being really emo and listening on my, like, um, iPod uh, to Death Cab for Cutie, and my dad walked in and was like, oh, what are you listening to? And I said, Death Cab for Cutie, and he's like, you shouldn't listen to this. And I was like, why? And he's like, a name like Death Camp Graffiti can't be very... (laughs) good music and i was like death camp graffiti and he was like isn't that what you said and i was like yeah let's go with death camp graffiti the only story Um, i have like that is uh i it's not even totally like that but it brought back this memory for me that um back in the day guys if you wanted to learn a song you would look up the lyrics and then print them out at least that's on what a I... to z a to z, z yeah. lyrics.com <laughs> and so when i i was i was like 13 and i printed out lyrics to like whatever the newest i, th- I think it was drop it like a tox it was some like snoop dog song that was really popular <laughs> and i guess i had left a copy of the lyrics in the printer so my mom found them and she was like what are you what are you typing what are why are you typing? Oh. and she thought i was 13 and i wrote the lyrics for drop it like a top by snoop dogg which if you, oh my if you read it it is very explicit and about a lot of doing drugs and uh oh my god i remember getting screamed at like just screamed 
And she was Can just you imagine? Like, She's like, this poetry that you're writing is so inappropriate. I think that was the first time I ever, I mean, the phrase wasn't out there yet, but whatever the, the 2005 version of OK Boomer was, um, <laughs> I, I remember feeling that for the first time. And I just took it. I didn't even try to explain myself because I was like, I don't know how to explain this to her. The, Do you like, think she still thinks that you wrote some weird over-sexualized, <laughs> like, in the club poem that... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. And like the funniest part though was most of her uh like screaming at me was that she was like, You shouldn't be talking about, you know, pot like this. And I was and in hindsight now that I'm an adult, I'm like, she was the biggest stoner I'd ever met. Like, That's probably why she recognized all the euphemisms. <laughs> it was like, Em, I know what this says. And you were like, I don't know what it says. I mean, I feel like I printed those out and I was like, what does this mean? And then now I'm like, oh God. Anyway, oh, no. I, I apparently was the ghostwriter for Snoop Dogg in 2005. So. Um, wow. That's actually a beautiful tale. I know. Thank you. Put that into your memoir. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I'm reading this about Death Cab for Cutie House. Okay. This is from Amy in Seattle who says, Dear ATWWD family, I am a few months behind and realize you will have already covered synchronistic stories, but I wanted to send this one in anyway. I love synchronistic I don't stories. Care. Send, I'm them down. In, send them all day long. Because it is noodles all the way to the top. <gasps> I think Christine will find it particularly delightful. Okay. My name is Amy, she, her, thank you. And I moved from California to Seattle in the mid 2000s. I had a few CDs in my car. Oh my gosh, transatlanticism. I had that CD in my car as well, Amy. <laughs> Uh, in my car for the long drive and one I played on repeat was Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie. Figured it was appropriate for a Seattle relocation and I am a big fan. Fast forward to 2014 and I am a newlywed. My husband and I stumbled across a cute brick house for sale in Ballard, Seattle that was out of our price range. We made the offer anyway and it was surprisingly accepted while we were away on vacation. While we were gone, my in-laws walked around the property and the neighbors greeted them to tell them it was the former home of Ben Gibbard, lead singer. I can't do this. This is actually giving me a lot of oh anxiety. Lead singer of Death Cab for Cutie. Did I ever tell you how I got kicked out of a music festival for trying to propose to Ben Gibbard? So you didn't tell me, but I feel like when I heard that, <laughs> I spiritually already knew. I, I like tried to climb the fence and I was like, they were like, you can't behave this way. You know, that's the same kind of, like, chaotic energy that I still get from you anytime I see you drunk carrying a purse. Where, like, it's just, like, every... <laughs> everything around you is just slowly falling to bits. And there's other people you don't know being like, you can't do that. You can't do that. Like, you have to you have to keep your social security card on you. Is, Ma'am, is this your credit card? Anyway, point being, um, don't climb. And then, and then when we started having a podcast and had live shows, I was like, oh my god, if someone tried to like climb in here and propose to me, I would like for sure call security immediately. So I was like, I don't blame him for rejecting my advances. You know, I don't, I don't blame him either. But I do like that. Like, it's I only knew you as an adult, and so it's fun to see that. Like when I see you do things, like just like throw your license like on the floor and then <laughs> intentionally walk away from it i i like knowing like oh this didn't just show up out of nowhere like this this was lifelong it's a long standing just, it's like that ghost you're talking about i just build the energy up and up and up and like it just gets worse just the really Im impulsive decisions to do things that will make great stories one day like it's just always been with you i think that's why we're friends though i, I feel like so that too that energy pairs well with one another um, i mean i'm like i'm poking fun of you but like god let's not delve into my childhood because you'll understand that's... a lot of things <laughs> i mean i've read your poetry about like 
thongs and whatever. I'm like, I don't want to know much more so about my mom. what you were up to. Um, but I do feel like the universe waited to introduce us as friends until after we had known each other for several years to be like, this uh-huh. is too much too soon. You if know, like, let's e- wait. If we knew each other when we were both climbing fences to get into festivals, <laughs> yeah, we would have just met in prison, I, I think. No, you're right. <laughs> like, you were totally right. It would have been like way over. We would have just been so. each other's worst enablers because we had no concept of the law yet. <laughs> No, uh, certainly not. Um, now we're just like, let's just eat cheesecake. Like that's as far as our chaotic energy takes. Let's eat us so nowadays. much cheesecake it's illegal. That's our that new version. That of, that's our new that chaos. We, yes. Oh god. Okay. Sorry, uh, Amy, that I keep derailing your story. So Ben Gerbert lived in this lived in this house, and I'm freaking out. Who did we have tickets to see play live when we returned from vacation? You guessed it. Shut up. Fucking death cab. Stars were aligned. I was thrilled, and we named the house Narrow Stairs as he lived here during the recording of that album. I, I love this is, that. This is the most... Ugh, I can't even deal with this. This is like my dream. This is like my fan fiction that I wrote in high school, you know? I also love that they're, they named the house. I love when houses have names. I do, too. And especially when it has such like a perfect combo, like Narrow Stairs... It's just great. It's perfect. Uh, It doesn't need my explanation. Okay. Uh, Built in 1930, it really does have some very narrow, weird stairs. We have found notes from Ben and a guitar pick in the house, and we still get his junk mail. I'm freaking out right now. Five uneventful years passed in the house until one night in May 2019. I was having trouble sleeping, so I left my husband in our room upstairs and slept in the guest room on the main floor. As I was lying awake on the bed at 2 a.m., I heard very clearly the sound of feet coming down the stairs, pausing at the bottom, then turning to go into my office. The wood floors clearly creaked, and I could hear the sound of bare feet on the floor. Hmm. Um, sorry, I tried to look up to, for dramatic effect, and then I immediately lost my place. <laughs> I mean, this is dramatic, so. Very dramatic. You nailed it. My heart is racing, and Amy says, <laughs> my heart was racing. I called out nothing no answer i ran upstairs to see my husband and cat asleep in our bed Mm. there was no one else there i went back to the guest room on the main floor and as i tried to fall asleep i even more clearly heard slow creaking footsteps walk from the office turn and go back upstairs i yelled to my husband to knock it off got up to investigate and again there was nothing no one i was completely shaken at this point at that point, I wanted to ask the previous owner if the house has a history, but I had lost her contact info. The owner prior to her was Mr. Death Cab, and he's not exactly taking calls from randos. Yeah, I could have told you that. Mm. I tried many times, and he wasn't interested. Um, I, I gathered. I, I wonder if some of that fan, that junk mail is just like me writing fan mail, you know, back in 2005. That would be like, okay, whoever you are, and if you're still in that house and you're still looking at his junk mail, Make sure the return address isn't from like <laughs> I'm always crazy four four four. Oh my god! Uh, yikes! Can you imagine getting fan mail from someone called I'm always crazy? <laughs> we would be like, uh, now we're really in trouble. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I figured we would never know. So the very next day is warm, and we decide to walk to get ice cream at our local shop. As we walk by the pizza joint, my husband says to me. You know who he walked just, sorry. You know who he just walked by standing outside? That's Ben Gibbard. <gasps> I 
looked and it was true and at that moment my husband knew without a doubt what i was about to do <laughs> well ob- we all dun, know dun. what you're about to do yeah. can you imagine if it's like and then we went home at the end um okay good move I walked straight up to Ben and like a total weirdo, I said, excuse me, Mr. Gibbard, but I live in your old house. Was it haunted when you lived there? (gasps) Of course he was taken aback, but when he realized I wasn't going to just be a creepy fangirl and truly wanted to know, he laughed and said he never had had any experiences. He even stuck out his hand and said, hi, I'm Ben. And then she says, um, we know you goof. Hi, um, AT&T is still trying to give you that promotional card, so... I know too. Don't tell me your name's Ben. I know way too much about you. Right. I know all of your rewards numbers. (laughs) However, at the table of his friends and family, a woman said, oh, you live in the old house here in Ballard? I hated that house. I always heard creaking in the hallway near the stairs. Mm. We froze. We had not mentioned anything about what I heard, where I heard it in the house, nothing. I looked at her incredulously and said, yes, that's it. That's exactly what we heard. Cue the goose cam. Indeed. Everything has been quiet in the house since then, and I want to say for the record, Mr. Deathcab is a really kind and friendly person, but of all people I could have run into, the very next day after hearing the footsteps, I ran into him. Wild. Keep up the great work and the sweet, sweet content. You are much appreciated, Amy, in Seattle. I This story wow. is getting me good. This, like, rivals the one where they met Fall Out Boy. Like, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like in a place in a place in my head right now. Now I just need to find like one more alt band and you'll have your trifecta. Like <laughs> someone who like ran into like did a ghost tour with Panic at the Disco or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't even. You're getting me a little too riled up. Um oh my gosh. Well, thank you Amy and thank you everybody for your stories. These were a trip. Uh yeah. obviously, we had a good time, I think. <laughs> yeah, we did. Thank you so much and I hope everyone's having a uh, is gearing up for the spooky season next time you hear our listeners episodes from us it'll be uh it'll be halloween day number two if you know what i'm saying it's the yes the i know after. what you're saying it'll be the, the morning the, after it'll be the morning with a u after mm-hmm. wink hang on okay hang on anyway can't wait to see you on uh october 32nd uh when you hear <laughs> the next round of Lizard stories thank you so much if you uh are if this is your first time hearing these we put these out on the first of every month, and if you would like to submit your own story, you can do that through our website. Um, that we have a submission box there for you. And if you've ever met Sir Tumnus, let me know because I need a trifecta here. Thank Wait you. a minute, if you had <laughs> Death Cab and Sir Tumnus, what kind of like weird Kremit baby would they have? Oh my God, Tamali! <laughs> You're <laughs> a giant Tamali. Okay, well, thanks everybody, and that's why we drink. Halloween is in 29 days. Okay. 29, 30 days. 29? I don't know. Okay. LOL. Bye. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.